0: that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit come into this place. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would do it like never before. Oh God, that you would come in and create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us. Oh God, that you have me behind the cross, that you give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, I take authority over the atmosphere, I bind and I curse every unclean spirit and I cast it out in Jesus mighty name amen if i was going to pick a, a topic or a thought it would be what are you producing or bearing we're going to be in matthew the seventh chapter starting at verse 15. we're going to be in john st john 15th chapter and one of the things that god has been dealing with me is about the church does not know the hour that we're truly in. Because if they did know and understand the hour in which we're truly in, they will have a different perspective of the things that's happening in the earth. And a lot of times because we don't understand the urgency of the cry that Jesus Christ has in the earth now, we are still producing something that's not of God. We're still bearing and and, um, going through all of these different things. And we're not exemplifying the spirit of Christ. We're not doing the things that Christ has ordained for us to do. And because we don't understand that, We don't understand the significance, and we're concerned about ourselves. We're more concerned about ourselves and what we're going through instead of reaching the loss at any cost. We don't understand what God is saying because you have made the gospel all about you. But the gospel is not about you. We should be coming into a place that we are doing, um, simplifying the fruit of the Spirit. And you got to understand something. There's no love in the land. There's no joy. There's no peace. There's no patience. There's no kindness. There's no goodness. There's no faithfulness. All of these things are being reverted out of the church. They're being thrown out of the church because the people are not willing to accept the word of God the way it is. They're trying to add it. They're trying to alter it. But the Bible says you got to eat the whole book. You cannot just eat what you want. you got to eat up everything because everything has its place inside of the body. And we don't understand that. And you, don't, you can go there if you want to, but it's Isaiah the 11th chapter. It talks about the seven spirits of Christ. The church does not have the seven spirits of Christ because they're not being rooted and grounded by the things in Galatians 5.22. He says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. If you don't have those foundational fruit, it is hard for you to produce those things which Christ Jesus already ordained in his word. Isaiah 11 and 2. It says, The fruit of this, it says, The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. It said, The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. These things are not in the land anymore. They're being cast out. Of the church and the church don't understand. Instead of casting out the devil, they're casting out the things of God. And you need to understand these things and what is happening. And because we don't understand this, we don't take our religion or our Christianity or our faith walk seriously anymore. Because we made the gospel about everything else that's concerning our personal. Instead of us trying to build the body and we're trying to build ourselves up, you need to understand something the world is all doing what God has already said he was going to do. But you got to understand, we are the light that shines in dark places. Why there's no light shining? Because we're casting out the fruit of the Spirit. We're casting out the seven spirits of Christ. And we don't understand that we're producing something, but we're not producing what God has ordained for us to do. And you need to understand something. When God walked by the fig tree, he cursed it because it was pretending to be something and producing what it was not supposed to be, that it was not really doing, and that's what we're under. We don't understand that we're pretending and we're p- producing something that is really not of God, and we don't understand why God is not moving and doing anything. A lot of the things that God is going to do and is going to keep us and is going to continue to do what God is telling us to do is those that's got their hands to the plow and that they are being faithful to the work of God. When you being faithful to the work of God, God knows how to fix it. God knows how to clean it up. God knows how to fix all of these things that's external that's keeping us bound spiritually. We don't understand that it's about the work in this hour. It's not about yourself. But in any time that you're pretending to bear something that you're not bearing, God is cursing it. you got to understand something. Use time that you allow God to prune the tree. Let's look at the definition for Produce. Cause a particular it says result or situation to happen or come into existence. Show or provide something for what consideration, inspection, or use. We're talking about produ- It says about produce. Are we producing those things in our lives? And it says right here to show or provide for consideration or inspection. When God is looking at your heart and your mind, he's inspecting. Are you producing? How do you know that God is doing it? Because he's left his word there for you to understand these things. Your life and your body and your soul should line up with the things of God. But because we don't understand these things, we're allowing everything else to come in and produce bad fruit within us. But yet you're sitting in the church every Sunday, but yet there's no true fruit being produced in the land. And we're walking around thinking that God, has forgotten us or has abandoned us. God has not abandoned us. Uh, it says, What are you producing? Uh, what are you bearing? I looked up the word bearing. It says it says a person's way of standing or moving. Uh, what are you bearing? Uh, how do you stand and how are you presenting yourself before God? Uh, you got to understand something. You got to present yourself boldly before the kingdom of God. You got to present yourself in a holy demeanor because we don't understand that God does not understand. Um Stuff that is half done or God does not understand things that are half torn up or or anything that's not as disarray and out of order. He does not understand that when you've been walking in God this long, I'm not talking about a new beginner or a new convert in Jesus Christ. Talking about somebody that's been in the Word of God for a long time, and God is looking, He's seeing what you're bearing, what it is that you're producing in this life. Because in the, at this stage in your life, if you produce anything that's not producing, that's causing the things of God to grow and to mature, that the world can look at you and inspect it and see that they see the light of Christ in your life, that means you need to cut it away because you don't understand that this is the hour that God is pruning the church. God is cutting away those things that is not of Him. The second part of bearing, it says the level to which something bad can be tolerated. The level to which something bad can be tolerated, bearing. But isn't it strange that we're in the body of Christ, that we're bearing and tolerating all kind of sin, all kind of discretion, all kind of blaspheme, all kind of things that's against the word of God, but yet you're not willing to stand up for anything in this hour. Those that have been walking with the power and the anointing of God, in order for you to continue to stay strong and to do the will of God, you're going to have to lift up a standard. You're going to have to lift up a standard in Christ like you've never done before. You need to sharpen your gears and your armor like never before and knowing that God is going to move on your behalf. God is going to bring deliverance in your home. God is going to bring deliverance in your body. God is going to bring deliverance because you set yourself aside and that you can do with the will of God. God is going to really prove himself to those that have set themselves aside. Whatever they're going through, whatever their situation is, whatever was in their home and their job, they set themselves aside so they can go out and bear good fruit. So they can go out and be a testimony for Jesus Christ because they know that is drawing near, and they see that the state of the church it is the way it is. Huh? But it comes a time now that you're going to have to make some decisions. Huh? You made some decisions. You came into Christ. You got your deliverance. You got your healing. You got the Holy Ghost. But now what do you do with it? Prune. Trim a tree or scrub a bush by cutting away Dead or overgrown branches or stems. It says especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. And I'm going to tell you something. Let's look at this next thing about pruning. It says reduce the extent of something by removing. And this is a word that I thought was very interesting. It says superficialist. It says superfuelist. It's S-U-P-E-R, superfluous. It says F-L-U-O-U-S. And it says unnecessary, especially, it says through being more than enough. You got to understand something. You got enough of Christ inside of you. You got enough of these things that you can understand that you now got to go out and disperse it. You Now you got to go out and spread the gospel because a lot of times we sit in the church, but we're not doing anything with it because you're in a place now that you feel like you're set and you're ready to go on to Jesus Christ. But the world is dying. Your neighbor that's sitting next to you on the desk is dying every day. But you're not lifting up a standard because when it comes witness. Huh? You're so busy bound about with yourself. Huh? You need to understand something. God is pruning the church. Anything that's not working, anything that's not being productive in the things of Christ Jesus, God is pruning it away. God is cutting these things away because it's not going to bear these things which is needed for this time and this season and this hour. Huh? What are you producing a bearing? You're not trying to get rid of anything or anything unwanted. But we're we're embracing those things because we feel like we need those things. What God let you do on one level, he may not have let you do on another level. And you need to understand what is going on because God is trying to prune the tree. God is trying to prune the branches because we are the church. And God is letting us know that we're accepting too many different things. We're producing so many different types of fruits this hour. Let's go to Matthew, the seventh chapter, starting at verse 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravishing wolves, all the false doctrine. All the things that they told you that God is not, you don't have to do it like that no more. God, they preach preaching another gospel contrary to what God is saying. And because you've eaten from that fruit, and it's caused uh, something to be produced in you, so the word of God is not standing strong the way it is, because you accepted this from this false teaching of prosperity. Name it and claim it. Go out there and do whatever you want to do. God is gonna bless you. Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. what saved, always saved. You will know them by their fruit. Do not gather grapes from what it says: thorn bushes or figs from thistles. Verse seventeen. Matthew 7 and 17. It says even so every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad it says what? A bad tree bears bad fruit. This is what I'm trying to tell you. How do you think that you are going to bear good fruit when you're producing bad things? And you need to understand something. The world is looking for truth. The world is looking for Jesus Christ. They don't even know it. But when you step on the scene and you're producing that thing which God has made you to produce, they're going to grab a hole and you're going to be able to spread the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Just like the bad gospel got spread, the good gospel is burning up out of the ground. And it's going to produce a bigger fruit and a bigger tree in this hour when the spies went over to Canaan, they said the grapes were so huge. This is the hour. We have been in Egypt. We done been in the wilderness. And we're coming out of the wilderness into the promised land. But yet, you're talking against it. And it caused war! So this is the hour now that the warriors are going to have to stand up and possess Canaan, the promised land. And God allowed Moses to end, and Joshua had to take up. We're taking up for where the true men and women of God had left off. And it's time for us to bear good fruit. Matthew 7 and 18. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. How can hot and cold come out of the same fountain? You cannot be a fig tree and producing apples and oranges at the same time. That is a hybrid, that's man. And we don't understand. That's why when people are doing things now, it doesn't even bother you in your flesh. Because one of the things about it is two things is happening. You have become numb to the fact or you doing the same thing. So therefore you don't have no um you know say so in it because you there's no standard inside of you when you diluted your standards when you diluted what the word of God says that's when people can do in any kind of way that's why you can stand there and be with all of these kind of craziness and you don't understand and take confusion and bear all of these crazy things because that kind of thing has already already contaminated your fruit it has already come in and contaminated it's already been poured down with toxin and you want to know why that you can sit in the seat of the of the unsinner and the saved, and not lift up the name of Jesus, because you don't understand that your fruit is already being contaminated, because you become just like them. There's something in the Bible says like people like priests. That's why the word of God is going forth like never before, and God is raising up new men and women of God that's going to come and preach the word of God like never before. They're going to preach like Jesus Christ is soon to come, because he is soon to come. They're going to have the urgency of the times in which we're living in. They're going to understand more than the people that sitting in the four walls of the church and that's not doing anything and producing all these type of fruits and just resting in Jesus Christ. They've gotten comfortable. There's no standard. There's no power. So why would God give you an end time anointing when you're not doing anything with the anointing he's giving you? He says, go out into the hedges and highways and propel men to come in. But the sin is propelling you to come out to the world, and you're going by leaps and bounds. What are you producing and bearing? You don't understand that the ax has been laid to the root of the tree. That for every tree that does not bear good fruit, cut down and thrown into the fire. That fire you're going to experience is not hell. Let's talk, let's deal with this right now. That thing that's going to be cut down, that means that where the high place used to be in God, he's going to cut you down. And the fire that you're going to experience is the trials in this life. All of that stuff that you're complaining about. All that stuff that you think of this and that. And God is still holding the walls of protection around you. God is going to drop the walls of protection. And the fire in God shall come and penetrate thee. Because there's no anointing. There's no shield up. Because the axe has been laid to the root of the tree and God is cutting it down from the foundation because the foundation is not good. (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) While we're talking about pruning trees, you got to understand something. It says you don't prune a tree in the summertime. Your timing is off. You keep thinking that your life is going to be in a certain place and you got to do this. Let me tell you something. God will heal you as you go because you're so mixed up because you don't know who you are. And you have not allowed God to deliver you. You have not allowed God to set you free. You have not allowed God to really put his word inside of you that it's going to fill every area, every void in your life. Huh? And then you won't understand why God is doing these things. God has been trying to work on us for years and years and years. Huh? And he's so displeased with the church in this hour huh? because you got to understand something. Huh? Upon my rock I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. God saying I will put you out before I let the gates of hell come and take over. And you need to understand this. That's why the church is so off balance now. They don't understand an urgency of times in which we're living in because you are in this place now that can't nobody tell you nothing. You got God on your own terms, but is it lined up with the word of God? I pray that the God that's in your mind is the God that's in the word. You need to understand something. There's a selfishness in the gospel now. Everybody's self-centered. Everybody's self-centered and they have made God who they want them to be based on their situations and problems. But God says you're an overcomer through Christ Jesus but we're trying to overcome through our own what? Intellectual abilities people are not rightly dividing the word of truth you do not cut or prune a tree in the summertime that's when everything is blossoming You prune a tree in late winter when everything is laying dormant. In that season when God was trying to work on you and you was in your dormant season, that's when you should allow God to prune you. That's when you should allow God to do everything that he needed to do in your life. But now you think now it's summertime. Now you want because you want the flowers big and pretty. But when God was trying to work on you, when God was trying to prune you and deliver you during your dormant season, and when he was trying to work on you from the root up, and you don't understand that you reject him in a time of visitation, and now the summertime is coming, and now you just want to spring up and act like you already been there, but God said, you have not paid the price, you have not gone through anything, you have not suffered for anything, not for my sake, and now, now it's summertime, and now you want to be a part of this last day army, I'm going to tell you something, there's going to be a whole lot of people that's going to get up and rise up, and say that they were with God through in the mountaintop, but God says, no, you wasn't, because when I was trying to make you in the valley, you didn't allow me to make you in the valley. You need to understand what is happening. And this is what's going to happen with a lot of church people. When God starts to come and everybody sees the glory of God, and now they're going to ride on something that they have not even prepared for themselves for. And God says, Now you cannot do it because the axe has been laid to the root. When Elijah was translated, He told his predecessor, as I go up, so shall it be. And when you don't understand that God is going up, but guess what? You are not like Elisha. You didn't have your eyes on when God came down and swooped him up. So therefore, you don't understand because you were distracted. You did not get the devil portion. So God don't understand why you're doing all of this. Why are you taking yourself through these pains and aggravations? If you allow me to take you through these things, if you allow me to prune you, if you allow me to go through with, with. you in this dormant season in your life where you don't seem like nothing is happening where it doesn't seem like nothing is going on your way the bills are late the car payment is late but yet god says I I'm still going to provide for you. Even though the job is not paying up, I'm trying to show you and produce your faith that you can see that I will still pay the bills. So when I bring you out, you know that these things that I've done in the past shall still be there, but it's been grounded and rooted in faith because you allowed me to take you through this process. But no, we don't want to see that. Let's go. John 15th chapter. He says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Are you allowing God to dress your vine? Because you're part of the true vine, because you're saved, but you're allowing him to fix you, to dress you properly. All that I've done, and you still question me on this love in your life. Where is your faith? He called you a perverse generation, that are always looking for a sign and a wonder. But God says I've already been doing the signs and the wonders. But your faith is not in a place. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. That means you got to be in Christ Jesus, sold out for the gospel in which you were birthed on. Your foundation is not made by man's hand. But it's by a foundation that was made from heaven above. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. And the pruning stage is not a good stage.
1: But when you know that God is in control
0: of the pruning, and he has the pruning shears in his hands, and in the way of what the exterior, I do not prune my trees, and I stab it with a knife. I use pruning shears because if I stab the tree, ants and roaches can get and eat it up. Then I used to buy something like tar. When I accidentally go too far with the pruning shears and the tree spreads, splits, I will put this black substance in it to seal it together. to save the tree. It says you are already clean because of, it says, of the word which I have spoken to you. The word has already purified our hearts and our minds. And I want you to see this. It says abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. You cannot do it on your own. Unless it abides in the vine. It says neither can you unless you abide in me. You're not going to be able to, to do this. It says I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you cannot do anything. Why are you doing it on your own? If you, it says, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. What is hindering your prayers? A lot of times we're praying and asking God out of thought not out of spiritual things. He knows what you stand in need of. And I want to I want to go ahead and let's go ahead and read some more. But it says, verse 8, St. John 15 and 8, By this my Father is glorified that you bear more fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loves me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. Galatians 5.22 tells you, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. You cannot do this without love. That's why so many people are walking around. They got hatred. They got all kind of anger in their heart. Unforgiveness. When your love has been stepped out of you, you just a dry bone walking around. You were made to love. He said, Adam, it was not good for you to be alone. Let's go. It says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments. And it says, and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, that your joy may be filled. And that's why with so many Christians, they're joyless. Because they're not abiding. In the love that Christ Jesus has done because we're looking for everything else to love us everything else to affirm us but yet you don't understand before I close out I want to read you something those of you know that I'm into health and wellness but God spoke to me this this morning And I pray that you get the revelation of it. My boss was having a conversation with me. And I said, you know, faith, I'm juicing and everything else, and it's not, it takes a while for it to blend up. And this is me juicing. And if God was speaking to me, it said, you never took the time to cut it up. You never took the time to digest this word there are so many lumps and bumps in my life. Even though I'm blending it, there were still lumps and bumps. All kind of fragmented pieces in my life that was not cut up. The veggies are good for me. The word of God is good for me. It could have been a lot easier for me. It says, I am taking the time to put good stuff in my body, but my process. My boss takes her time to cut up the veggies up in small pieces. It says, I had to follow her instructions to have a better outcome. My machine, it does not have to work as hard as it used to because I cut it up. It says, it came a time I was making too much or overdoing it. It says, I want fast results, but my body could not handle it and gave me what? Diarrhea. It's taken me time to get to this point. Didn't I have the right measurements? Sometimes it's good to have a Recipe. And that's the word of God. I pray that something's been said and done in Jesus' name.